All right, so another one that I see so much is why do I seem to only attract narcissists? Um, in short, the easiest way to say this, and it might sound a little harsh, is because you don't have enough self-worth or enough insight or enough self-love to identify a narcissist or toxicity or you might have just grown up in a really toxic family life, home life, and you just don't recognize um, toxic behavior. When you love yourself and you value yourself, if one person, whether it's your boss or a friend or a family relative or a, or a partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, when someone says something to you that is unacceptable, you recognize it in a heartbeat. When you don't have enough self-love and value, you seem to take it and roll with it. And sometimes you even let the thoughts simmer in your brain and whatever this person said to you, you start to believe it. For instance, if someone says you're crazy or you're worthless or something like that, you, you not only do you dis, not dismiss it, you kind of accept it and listen to it. So when it comes to attracting narcissists, narcissists look for vulnerable people, okay? If you're a strong-willed, confident, um, know yourself, know your boundaries, a narcissist is not going to climb up your tree because they know that it is a lost battle already. A narcissist wants to control you. They want to have the upper hand. Um, some people do great with narcissists if you're super codependent. And I just spoke to my therapist about this last week that um, some people have really successful um, relationships with a narcissist because they are super codependent. And they live happily ever after, which is great. But the majority of the people in this world, especially women, now that we're in 2021, um, aren't codependent. Women these days are strong and independent and are now becoming more and more CEOs. And we have a vice president now. That's, I mean, women are getting stronger and stronger every day and... You learn to set boundaries and limitations and you be able to spot that red flag. And sometimes when you feel those butterflies, they're not butterflies. They're warning signs. So some people might mistake, you know, someone wanting to know where every, your every move is or, you know, just tell you, just like stalk you. And some people think that that's because they love them so much that they just want to know where they're at all the time and that that's not the case that's obsession that's control that's that's not healthy so if you seem to always attract narcissists take take a reflection in the mirror and ask yourself why do I accept someone talking to me like this? If I was an outsider and a friend of mine was telling me this story or or spoke to me this way would I accept it? Um, it's it's really about becoming in love with yourself 
gaining your self-love back, which a lot of people lose in these types of toxic relationships. And once you learn to love yourself and you learn your value and that what you put out in this universe is what you get back, you learn to change. Your goals change, your standards change. And if one person calls you a nasty name or just talks to you, degrades you, belittles you, whatever, you brush that off your shoulder and you laugh at them like, you just lost a good person. Bye. You know, and you don't give it a second thought. So if you seem to only attract that type of person, you need to take a little self-evaluation test and find out where you're at with loving yourself. Um, another... Here's another question that I see a lot, and it's just a really short answer is, um, you know, I left my narcissist. I finally did it. I'm, I finally left. I've been gone two weeks or I've been gone two days. Why do I miss them so much? I'm dying to call them. I don't know if I can hold on any longer. I've been no contact, but it's just killing me. Um, what's happening to you, if this is a question or if this happens in your scenario, why do you miss an abuser after you leave them, after you finally get control and leave it, you miss them because of trauma bond, okay? Usually you, you're missing, you're missing the illusion of what you thought you had. You are in love with the person that love bombed you that gaslit you all of those things that they said and did and made you feel euphoric and that you were number one and special that's what you fell in love with that's what you miss i highly doubt anybody misses being called a bitch or a whore or told they're worthless or told to sleep in their car or get locked out of their house um, I'm sure you're not missing that. You're missing that hug, that fake makeup sex, that fake... I can't really say it's fake because narcissists love people, but not the same way we all would expect to love. So it's not necessarily fake, it's manipulative. And what you're missing and why you're missing them is because you're suffering from trauma bond. And again, if you don't, if you didn't listen to the, um, my definitions episode, go back to that and I go in to explain what trauma bond is a little more. Um, two more things I'm going to touch base on. This one, second to last question is how do you end things with a narc? <laughs> or how do you end or get out of a toxic relationship? I'm going to do a full episode on this. And I have created a free download in, I call it the great escape because that's what it is. Let's, let's be honest. Um, the great escape, I have a free download and it's a checklist. It's a checklist of everything you need to do if you're ready to leave that situation. Um, the free checklist, you just enter your email and it bounces right back to your email address and it's a downloadable that you can keep. I also created a huge escape plan with workbooks, audio lessons. You get a private um, security-coded password uh, website 
where all of the information is housed. It's, like I said, it's private and has its password protected. That way, uh, if, if, God forbid, somebody you're trying to leave finds it, now they have your plans. Um, but again, I go into that in more detail in my private Facebook virtual community group. Um, like I've expressed before for my own protection and for things that I'm doing now um, to keep myself safeguarded and what I've done in the past. I don't want to go too into detail on a public podcast, um, but I will go into detail in my private virtual community. So if you're on Facebook, you can like my, you know, Talking Toxic podcast Facebook page. But if you look in groups and Google Talking Toxic podcast virtual community, Start um, loading yourself in there. I haven't done anything. I just built it. So if you only see one or two people in there, or 10 or 20 or 100, who knows? Um, don't get discouraged. It's open. It's brand new. And I will be going into detail in there. Um, and lastly, this is what I did this morning just to... This is what I do every morning. I open up my phone. And as soon as I open up Facebook, because I'm in so many groups, I just see loads and loads and loads of posts from these emotional support groups, these overbecome, overcoming narcissists groups, all of the stuff. I see um, this is where I pulled all these questions from, plus the people that email me and message me. It's where I get the questions from. This is the first one I saw this morning, and I said, you know what? I'm going to talk about this one on my Q&A Tuesday because it's super important. It's a situation I've been in myself, so I can speak from experience. Um, but this has to do with kids and child protective services. So if you don't have children, you know, feel free to listen on. But if you do have children, this is really important to pay attention to. So I'm going to read the post as it was typed. I'm obviously not giving up names um, for privacy reasons, but the person um, posts this. CPS comes back tomorrow, and my husband gets very angry whenever I say anything about his emotional and verbal abuse of me in front of my children. He's pressuring me to act like things are okay so the case can be closed, but he still scares me daily. Problem is I'm stuck. I know the feeling. I don't want to make him more angry, though, because that will only make things worse for me and my kids. Advice? Question mark. Okay. So, I have had CPS called on me multiple times. The first time was because my son, when he was in school, they saw an emotional shift in him. And they started to just ask him questions and the answers he was given, they didn't like. So CPS came to our house. And that was the first time our case was opened. They interviewed my son by himself. They interviewed me by myself. They interviewed him when they got to him. And this had happened a couple times. Of course, the case got closed. Because he, we, got into, we got into an altercation. My son was around the corner. Um, there was some space between me and my ex. I said something. I don't know, remember what it was. But he threw a open can of, I don't know if it was a beer or Pepsi or soda. But he threw it at me. He didn't hit me, but he threw it. And then because I'm trying to avoid conflict in front of my children, my child at the time, um, it was important to me to not fight. 
so we backed kind of into a bathroom and I I'll never forget this I tapped on his chest so hard to shut the fuck up and to stop acting like this in front of him because it's scaring him um I broke my finger I poked him so hard and so many times with so much anger that I literally my pointer finger was broken um so when my son went to school and they asked my son what was wrong with him I guess he went and told them that you know there was a physical altercation and this guy threw a can of soda at me and I have broken bones they hear this they send CPS again I've never been hit or punched I broke my own finger (laughs) um never touched each other he's never landed any objects on me um so I just want to be clear on that but moral of the story is CPS came and when CPS comes you do not want them in your life because let me tell you this they can show up at any time they can look in your refrigerators they can look in your bedroom anonymously come by if you don't answer it, it causes bigger issues and and here's this is when it really drove home for me um I had told another previous story about us keying each other's car to the point where we ended up we both ended up in jail and of course when that happened CPS gets involved because we had two kids involved and this was now our third CPS call um And I remember the woman standing to me and talking to me in the kitchen. And I had told her, you know, I'm I'm looking, you know, I just don't have the means to get out. You know, I don't have the money. I make $13,000 a year. He makes $150,000 with bills paid, whatever. I'm being financially abused. I, I just don't have a way out. So she said to me, this is the third time we've been here. And you're aware that this is his behavior, meaning my ex. She said, if this continues to happen and you willfully keep your kids in an abusive, toxic environment, we're going to take your kids from you. And that, that hit my soul. That rocked my soul. I was like, what do you mean you're going to take uh, my kids my kids that I'm trying to protect from him, you're going to take them away from me? And she was like, well, yeah, you're not doing anything to protect them. And it really made me think, I guess I'm not. They're still subjected to things flying down the hallway when he gets mad. They're subjected to being locked out of the house when they don't like where I went that day or didn't come with them to a family event. Um, There's, I didn't realize at the time that I thought I was protecting them, you know, telling them to be quiet, not fighting in front of them, just, but kids are not dumb. Kids are aware of the situations from a very, very young age. Just in case you didn't realize that, they know. They know. And it emotionally damages them. My son to this day has anxiety. He lost his personality in mid-childhood and never got it back. So that really hurts me. And that's something that you, I hope whoever is listening that really takes that to heart. Letting your kids grow up in a toxic environment will ruin them. 
will ruin you, will ruin them. It's not worth it. And and just like I was told, if CPS, Child Protective Services, or Child Welfare, whatever it's called in your state, gets involved more than once, you are subject to losing your kids because you're not doing anything about it. And with that, Like I told her, I didn't have the means. I didn't know what to do. You know what she told me? I'll give you a list of shelters. Like you, and it became very uncomfortable to me. I'm thinking, oh my God, I have to go live in a shelter because he can't keep his mouth shut because he can't control his behavior. I just thought of, I was so low and that was just so beneath me, you know, to go live in a shelter because I felt I wasn't being abused at that time. So I guess what I'm just trying to to drive home here is the point that um, this person that posted that, she's being pressured to act like things are okay. Let me tell you what. These social workers are interviewing everybody individually by themselves, and they're in this business. They know. They can tell by your reaction. They can tell from the way the kids speak by their reactions they know and if you keep it up you could lose them too so think long and hard is this relationship is this home environment really worth me losing my kids maybe even my sanity or even worse my life and if you don't have the means I have a thing that I go by a saying that I go by a mantra whatever when there's a will there's a way If you don't have a job because you're a housewife, find a way to make money on the side. There is ways to do things if you really want to. It's it's law of attraction. It's putting energy out there and you get that energy back. You put out there that you want to leave and you want to find those solutions. Put that energy out there. Solutions will come your way. If you're religious, excuse me, read your Bible the Bible will, will guide you out of it. The Bible will tell you that this is not the way to live. And so many different um, stories in the Bible. You, It just, it's so important to understand that you are not protecting your children if you're letting them stay in that environment, even though you think you are. So you need to leave. And with that, I get a lot of, you know, it's so easy to say, why don't you just leave? Or people ask all the time, why do you stay? Why do you stay? And there's a whole list of reasons that victims or slash survivors state um, as reasons to stay. Oh, because I love him. Um, because we're working on things. Because he said we'd go to counseling. After this event happens, he'll be better. Once they get another job, she'll calm down. There, there's so much of the same answers as to why, or excuses, why people are trapped or feel that they have to stay in these relationships, and you don't. So on an upcoming episode, I'm going to talk about the great escape, um, You can go to the link in the bio in my Instagram. I will be putting that checklist in there shortly. If it's not there 
when you listen to this and go for it check back again soon it'll be there I'm working on all this technical stuff all by myself I'm a one-man show or one woman show should I say um so I'm linking all that together for you um so with that if you have any other questions like I said please go to um the Instagram bio talking slash toxic podcast and submit questions for me or for my upcoming um, narcissist guest or for my upcoming therapist guest. I'd love to hear more questions so I can help you guys with more answers, give you more resources and help you find your way through this toxic, toxic life. With all that being said, um, remember that I am having a Amazon gift card launch contest well I call it a launch contest I'm launching the podcast so I'm having I'm having a giveaway I'm doing a couple hundred dollar Amazon gift cards so you just need to subscribe to this podcast give me five stars write a quick review if you don't mind and then bonus entries if you follow my talking slash toxic podcast Instagram account or even my personal account at Chelsea Lee Hearn on Instagram. I hope everybody has a good week and I will talk to you on the next Talking Toxic.